Well, welcome back. Welcome anew to the Further Faster podcast. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and I will be your host, your guide, and maybe even your mentor on this leg of your voyage towards doing exactly what the name implies, which is to help you go further, faster, in becoming wealthy. And around here, wealthy means to be healthy, happy, and financially abundant. And so I'm going to start off by asking you a question. You ever notice that some people just seem to be luckier than others? The ball always seems to bounce in their favor and things just seem to work out for them much, much easier and quicker and faster than the rest of us? Of course you do. Matter of fact, there's old sayings, the rich get richer and you know all those things, things like that. Well, what if I told you that those people are knowingly or unknowingly doing something that causes it to be that way? Got your interest peaked? Grab a pad and paper and I'll be right back. And I'm going to talk to you about how to do that for yourself. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Well, as I said earlier, and I say it every single time I introduce this show, and that is that our outcome is to help you go further faster in becoming wealthy. And wealthy means to be healthy, happy, and financially abundant. And so I'm going to start at that latter thing, and that is abundance. And actually, healthy abundance and happy abundance and financially abundance is where we're all headed. And for us, I say us here at the Neuroencoding Institute, abundance means having an overflow of whatever resource that you're in, so much so that you feel like you can and actually can accomplish the things that you want and live the life that you want. What does that mean? More than enough, more than enough. And I say that because most people, when you ask them what they want, they go, well, enough money to do this, or I want to be healthy enough to do this. I want to have be happy enough to do that. But as soon as we say that, from just from a psychological standpoint, as soon as we use the word enough, our brain focuses on enough. And that's, that's what most people have. It's just enough, just enough to pay their bills, just enough health that they're not you know, sick all the time just enough happiness that they're not ready to go out and you know do something drastic about it. And so today I'm going to talk to you about, I'm, I'm not even going to say it's a little known uh, topic because it's a well-known topic and a lot of people just don't understand it. And as a matter of fact, a lot of people think of it as being crystals and rainbows and, and uh, you know, fairy tales and things like that or metaphysical, that kind of thing. And I'm going to tell you that what I'm about to share with you is science. And provable science that, that creates real tangible results. And so I'm going to start by saying this, that luck, whatever you consider it is, around here, luck is manufactured. What does that mean? We've all had situations in our own lives where you wanted something, you thought about something, and I don't care if it's even just a parking space, and bam, there it was. It happened to us in our lives. And so the question would be, could it be that there's something that we're doing to cause that to happen so that we are living in a life of abundance, that positive expectancy of abundance, to assume that things are going to work out at, at some point. And that doesn't mean things are going to work out all the time. And I need to preframe and throw a disclaimer here that what I'm about to share you is not, I'm not going to tell you you get to get exactly what you want, exactly when you want it. That's not the point. It is at the very least 
this is going to be something that you can add to your toolbox to help you go further faster. And that is the concept of magnetism. Magnetism. Now, hold up. Don't get it twisted. This is not the laws of attraction. Now, laws of attraction, by the way, they work. You know, those of you that, that are familiar with that, as we think, so we create and all that stuff, that's a very real thing. And it is, uh, quite honestly, how I started my uh, career, if you will, and my first uh, wealthiness came from, and my first fortune came from me applying that. I'll talk to you about that here in just a little while. However, the laws of attraction are just one of what I call the 21 immutable laws of magnetism. A magnetism is different uh, than just, just attracting something to you, because attracting something to you infers that you're making that come towards you. It does not mention, it does not take into consideration you going towards it. Because you can want something all day long. But if you don't go after it, then guess what? Not only are you not, are you not going to get it, but you're actually pushing it away. You're actually flipping the polarity on the magnet and pushing it away. And that's where most people are. And the way we push it away is things called sabotage and, and procrastination and hesitation and fear of failure and fear of success and self-doubt, self-loathing, imposter syndrome, fear of failure and fear of rejection. All of those things, I call them the thieves of our dreams. Well, so the reason I say that this is scientific is I'm going to I and, and as I, I preframe the, the show with, you know, it's all about let's let's get abundance in all of those areas. I will either have a guest here and we'll talk about something, you know, a topic, whether it's health or whatever. I'll have a guest here will talk about their expertise. Well, my expertise has been teaching what I'm going to share with you in a moment. And that is the concept of magnetism, magnetism. And I'll start by saying this. If you go back and if you listen to actually a, another one of the episodes, I did talk about it. And if you're watching me, I actually showed you a demonstration about how magnets are attracted to magnets easier, quicker, better, faster, and stronger than a magnet and steel. Because the steel is not attracting the magnet. But if you have two magnets together, bam, they'll not only attract, they're both moving towards each other, but when they stick, they stick harder. And so here's where it gets, uh, let's say, a little metaphysical for most people, but it's the absolute truth. As a matter of fact, I believe it was Einstein who said that, uh, you know, his, his whole formula, E equals MC squared. You know, it's a whole concept of what is energy. Energy is just electricity electricity, specifically electromagnetic, electromagnetic electricity. Gravity is electricity. It's an electromagnetic force that pulls everything to the earth. And it works 100% of the time, all the time on everything. Now, set that aside for a second and let me holler at you for a second. Everything, again, going back to Einstein's theory of relativity, everything is made of the same stuff. We're all made of, not just all of us, every rock, every piece of sand, every piece of dust, even the air we breathe is made up of at least these three particles, protons, neutrons, and electrons. That's it. Everything can broke down when it's subatomic particles. That's it. Protons, neutrons, and electrons. But guess what? Those electrons are the ones that are the most active and the, 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 the less electrons something has, the less magnetic that thing is. But guess what? At the center of the earth, there's this, there's this uh, revolving ball of iron. And if you know anything about magnetism, if you spin iron, 
then it's going to create an electromagnetic field. That's what makes the generator in your car work or the alternator in your car work on so many things, on so many levels. What makes an electric motor work is what? Magnets inside of it. What makes an electric instrument like a bass guitar or electric guitar work is magnets. There's magnets everywhere. But guess how that magnet is made? It's made by bombarding steel or iron with electricity, specifically electrons. That's it. And when you bombard it with that, then that piece of iron is going to stay a magnet into perpetuity, in perpetuity. It will not change until you demagnetize it. Now, having said all of that, if everything is made of the same stuff, whether it's a magnet or whether it's a piece of steel, dust or whatever, then doesn't it make sense that you're made of the same stuff as well? Well, of course it does. Now, why does the earth attract everything versus a magnet only attracts steel or another magnet? Well, I don't know the exact answer to that, but I will say this, that just the fact that, that human beings and everything is attracted to the earth is proof that there is magnetism to everything. And I'm going to ask you this question. Obviously, it's, it's a rhetorical question, and I know the answer. And the answer is yes. I'll tell you that ahead of time. You've been sitting in your car, and you feel somebody looking at you, and you look over, and they're looking at you. Of course, that's true. We all have had that happen. Or conversely, you, you look at somebody else, maybe an attractive person, somebody that's interesting. You look at them, and they feel you looking at them, and they turn around and catch you looking at them. Of course it is. Or you're thinking about somebody, and the phone rings, and it's them. Well, here's what happens, and if you, and I, I don't necessarily want you to take my word for it. You can go on, on YouTube and look up Carillion Photography, and it is a camera that will take a picture of and video of the electromagnetic field that anything puts off, specifically uh, living things, whether it's a plant or an animal, a human being or whatever, that we all put off an electromagnetic field. And that electromagnetic field grows and shrinks according to our emotion how we feel. And so when we put, and I'm going to use a human being for an example, when we put our, but it's synonymous with everything for all the reasons that I said before, when you put your attention and your intention on another human being, and again, it's synonymous with, with anything, four very, very important things happen. And this is the science. Number one, as soon as you put your attention on them, you have an emotion called curiosity. Now, curiosity creates a growth in your electromagnetic output. Said differently, you glow with electricity. You become a magnet. The second thing that happens is that person feels it. Obviously, it's on an unconscious level. They don't go, oh, I feel something. They just feel it. And they feel it because it's affecting them because you put your attention and attention on them. The third thing that happens is because now they become curious. Why do I feel this way? Whether it's unconscious or whatever, you know, something's going on. Because they become curious, their electromagnetic energy grows. And the fourth thing that happens is you become attracted. You're now your two magnets that with the same wavelength, for lack of a better term, become attracted to each other. And that is why you look at each other. It's that simple. And again, there's, there's evidence of it. You can go on YouTube, you look it up, you can see experiments of that, but we've all had that experience. But let me ask you a question. What do you do every single time that person catches you? We look away. 
We cancel that curiosity and we look away and we replace it with some kind of fear. Oh, I'm afraid that person's going to think I'm some kind of creep or I'm stalking them or there's something wrong with me or they're going to they're reject me or whatever. And as soon as we do that, we cancel or we flip the polarity of the magnet. If you're, if you're uh, again, if you, if you go back, you'll see uh, where I take two magnets and on one side, they're, they're attracted to each other. But as soon as you flip one over, it'll push the other one away. It'll physically push the other one away. And that's what happens to, to human beings. And that's how we sabotage ourselves is we let fear creep in. And so that was the, <laughs> the cliff note version of uh, how magnetism works. And let me set it, because as I started this off, what if those people that seem to be luckier or seem to think be things, and by there's no more, no, no better evidence of that or visible evidence of that than an entrepreneurial ship. Entrepreneurs experience this all the time. With mo, you know, I, I know what the, what the average is, but I'm going to say it's better than 80 to 85% of, of all entrepreneurs dabble or fail. And only uh, of the total amount, only three to 5% of them actually into the realm of what I call becoming a megapreneur, operating it at an upper three or 5%. Everybody else, you know, that's in between there, that 10% that's in between there or 12% in between there, they're going to be just, they're going to be a little better, but they're not going to operate at that top. Well, as I said at the top of the show, knowingly or unknowingly, they're doing something. Knowingly or unknowingly, they are doing what I demonstrated about looking at another person. They're doing that with their outcomes, their dreams, their goals, their desires with what they want. Now, whether they conditioned themselves, they learned how by listening to maybe a podcast like this, or somehow they and they, I'm not, I was going to say inherited it, but they were taught it and they were conditioned to believe that. And they have that level of optimism going on in them. But as they do, then guess what? They're attracting that. They're magnetizing themselves towards that. Because most of us will agree that that person that seems to be luckier than the average person also s- tends to have a bit more energy than the average person as well. It doesn't mean that that person is up, you know, and running and doing things and working harder than the other person, but they generally have much more energy than the average person, have much more positive energy than the average person, have, have to tend to be much more optimistic. Now, I'm not talking about just the Elon Musks and the Jeff Bezos of the world, although they are perfect examples of it. Because as you think of those people, those two individuals, do you ever see them depressed, down, slumped over, in a bad mood? Never. As a matter of fact, if you look at both of them, and I want you to go back and take a look at them, their eyebrows are where? They're always up top, up high. If you're looking at me, I'm looking like some kind of crazy person. Eyebrows, and I'm exaggerating. Eyebrows are up like that. Remember, when those eyebrows are up, you're releasing dopamine and your body is feeling good, meaning your energy is growing and your energy is glowing. And that curiosity, just like when you're looking at the other person, that curiosity there is sending those electromagnetic vibrations out to the things that they want. And they do it so much that it becomes a habit with them. Well, so there are 21 what I call immutable laws of magnetism. And I'm going to give you the first three. And then on other podcasts, just because of time, I'm going to talk to you about the other ones as well. But these first three are the three most important ones. And if you do them, I shouldn't say if you do them, as you do them, you start to condition yourself. Now, I, will, I, I do want to say that this is not overnight work. And as soon as you do it, everything starts to change. Everything changes immediately and you get what you want. That's not the point at all. 
I do want to say that anything that you do is A, going to take some practice, B, going to take some tenacity and, and rehearsal and doing it over and over again until you strengthen that muscle so that it becomes automatic. That's what we call neuroencoding, encoding yourself so that you automatically default to your best you, your best, the best version of yourself, your best thoughts, your best emotions, your best behaviors. So you produce the results that you want so that it becomes automatic. So you don't have to think about it. So you don't have to do something to make it happen. And having said that, you do have to do something to make it so that it becomes automatic. And so the first two, the very first one, number one, is the law of intention and attention. Just like I said there, when you put your intention and attention on something, those four same things happen. Whether you want money, better body. Listen, here, here's my saying. I believe that all of us have the God-given, it is our birthright to be able to influence the world around us, our environment, the universe, whatever you want to call it, to bring into our lives the situations, the circumstances, and even the material things that we desire. Let me repeat myself. I believe that we all have the ability to influence the universe, the world around us, whatever you want to call it, our environment, to bring into our lives the situations, the circumstances, and even the material things that we, don't, we, we, that we desire. Now, I said we have the ability to do that, and we do it all the time. And remember what I said at the top is that oftentimes those things start to show up and we either don't notice them or we notice them when we get scared and we, and we do something, we push them away. We sabotage. You show up late for a meeting or you don't do what you said you were going to do. You procrastinate or something like that. So we have the ability to do that. It's been given to us. But the other side of that is we also have the ability to change ourselves. And so the number one law is look where you want to go. Look at what you want as often as possible. While you look at it, and, and remember, in the, in the very beginning, as I told you, I started this at 19 years old because I read the book, Think and Grow Rich. And Think and Grow Rich, he just had us do an exercise. And the exercise was write down your goals and repeat it to yourself with excitement every day, twice a day. And that's all I did. I didn't know what, you know, why it worked. I just did it. And all of a sudden, my, I, and I was homeless, by the way, at this time, the worst time of my life. And things would happen. And things started to happen. And I started to notice, wow, this is happening. And as I did it, I did it more and more, and I became that became part of my my ritual, if you will. When I want something, I'll write it down and I'll just talk about it. Now, obviously, I've stepped it up and 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 let's just say brought it up to modern day times because Think and Grow Rich was written in 1937. <laughs> so obviously, there's been some changes with regard to uh, being able to do it at a at another level that the efficacy is even stronger and better. And that's where. And I, by the way, I used to teach this at, at the. Uh, at, at UCLA several years ago to engineers. So that's number one. Number two is the law. And, and by the way, let me, let me back up for a second. It's not, it, it is, it, it is not just you attracting that to you. When you do that, when you put your attention and intention on something, you become the magnet. Remember what I said before, human beings, our magnetism ebbs and flows, rises and falls with our feelings. You see, there's a there's a uh, electromagnetic. Maybe you've seen them before. Again, I use YouTube like crazy. You can go on there and you can see these uh, these uh, cranes. And on the end of the crane, there's a big magnet. And what they do is they go into the into the junkyard where there's a scrap heap of a bunch of iron. And what they and how instead of just this big claw that picks them up, they go and they just turn on the magnet. 
In other words, they send electricity to the magnet to make it a magnet. It picks up the steel, they bring it over the melting pot, and then they turn the magnet off. They turn the electricity off. And when they do, it demagnetizes or the, that thing is no longer magnetized and it drops the steel off. Well, I want you to think of you, you as that big crane that you can turn that electricity on and attract what you want and, and you become the magnet and that becomes a magnet towards you by your emotion, how you feel. And you can direct it by just being curious. Now, you can step it up by being curious and being excited. Oh, don't get me started on that because that intensifies it. And, and as you go through your life, and remember, all the time I'm going to give you an exercise at the end of this. We're going to take a break in a short moment, but we're going to give you an exercise at the end of this, and I'll tell you the other two things. But as you go through your life, remember, you have the opportunity. You have the opportunity every single day to practice something, to do something. And so if you, because most people don't do that. Listen, we've, we've unfortunately been raised in this society now where it's uh, 24 hours of entertainment. 24 hours. Most of us carry a cell phone around with us. And I say entertainment, I'm just calling it distraction. We're never meant to be that way. And we're so used to doing that, that, that we, you know, I, I, I've done it. And most of us do. You, you even carry that phone into the bathroom with you. And at all times, we're looking for ways to be entertained, to be distracted. Well, I'm telling you, if you just uh, allow yourself just to take a few minutes every day to go, here's what I want. And let me get excited about that. If you just do that, that alone, then you start the magnetism. I'll be right back. I'm going to give you the other two. Hey, what's good? It's me, Joseph McClendon III. And let me get real with you just for a second. Now, you've probably heard me talk about this before, something that I call the thieves of our dreams. Procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, fear of success, self-doubt, self-loathing, imposter syndrome, and fear of rejection. Well, let me ask you a question. What if you could not only retrain your brain and your nervous system to automatically default to your absolute best thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, but you could also do the same for others that are going through difficult times and challenges in their own lives and things that are stopping them from creating the the life of their desires. Well, this is what I call neuroencoding. And at the risk of sounding arrogant, these are the same tools, methods, and strategies in neuroscience that I've used to operate in the upper 5% of all of my own businesses, especially as a coach, a speaker, and a presenter for the last 30 plus years. The Neuroencoding Institute provides you with the knowledge, the tools, and unmatched support to become a certified neuroencoding specialist and guide you to the life of wealthiness. And remember, wealthy means to be healthy, happy, and financially abundant. Go to neuroencoding coding.com to speak to an enrollment specialist today and i look forward to serving you at the highest level you're enjoying this episode on angel phoenix productions podcast network to explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions Back at you, and we are talking about the laws of magnetism and why some people seem to be luckier than others, why they seem to have more and, and things seem to happen for them differently. And I started off by saying before, before the break, talking about the number one law of the 21 immutable laws of magnetism is the law of attention and intention. Now, you, you know that. The second one is the law of deliberate, intentional sound. 
sound. And what that means is this. Remember, everything on the planet is made of the same stuff. And all sound is are electromagnetic waves of what? Energy. Energy. You know, there is a, if you go to my Instagram page, which is I am Joseph McClendon, and you scroll through there, I made a video a little while ago. And um, the video is showing how sound, remember, these are unseen forces. When you, when you put your attention and intention on, you can't see that electromagnetic energy going, but it's going. Right now, the sound that you're hearing right now is because I'm going through a microphone, that microphone is going through an amplifier, that amplifier is going through, you know, the cosmos <laughs> and coming back to you through ever as vibrations of sound that are pounding on your eardrums and your eardrums are fluctuating at a certain frequency. And remember, frequency means how frequent something happens. And that frequency, your brain picks it up as electromagnetic impulses and, and translates it into meaning for you. That was a real quick, real quick explanation of how it works, but that's all that's happening. Well, what if the same thing was with whatever it is that you want? When you call out to somebody, you put your intention and your, your attention to somebody, uh, on somebody. They feel it, and you go, Dave. And guess what? Those electromagnetic energy pulses go out and hit Dave's eardrums, and Dave's eardrums, Make him respond. Well, what if it's the same way with the, the situation, circumstances, and, and, and material things as well? Well, it is. And when you, when you go watch that video, and maybe we'll put a link in uh, bio about how uh, to find that as well. Maybe we'll put the video up somewhere. Is I t I'm, I'm a musician, and I have a studio upstairs in, my, uh, in one of my rooms, and I take two bass guitars, and I put them next to each other. They're not touching each other. And I turn the volume off and I pluck one string and I say to everybody this, that I'm going to pluck one of the strings. And what makes that, uh, that instrument work is they, uh, on the instrument, they have these two magnets that are called pickups. And so when the string vibrates or the frequency that that string is vibrating, it's made of steel, uh, that microphone or that, that pickup picks up that electromagnetic energy, the vibrations of it, magnifies it amplifies it and it comes out the speakers. Well, here's the interesting thing. I turn them both on, but I only pluck the G string, the smallest string on one of the instruments and you hear it. And then I stop it with my hands from vibrating. And the other instrument is ringing the same note. I didn't touch the other instrument and it's only ringing that G string. And so the reason I say that is this, it's just the same thing, whatever you want, specifically what you want, the G string out there of money, the G string out there of whatever it is that you want, when you speak about it out loud. And again, this is what I've been doing is I re you read it out loud and I, you know, in very specific language, I, Joseph McClendon, the third honor before November 6th will have in my possession this house. It'll be this, 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 and this, or this, this money, whatever it is. Because that same thing as ha is happening out there in the world. Does it happen automatically right away? No, not all the time. Sometimes it does, but not all the time. So that second law is how you speak about it. You see, most people say, nah, I don't want to jinx myself. I don't want to do it. I, wanna, I don't want to say that I'm a winner. I don't, I don't want to say this because if you like, and that's just flipping the magnet over. That's pushing it away. The third law, and this is anything anybody can do, and then I'm going to give you your homework. The third law 
is the law of kindness. You go, wait a minute, how could that possibly be? What is that? The law of kindness. Remember, the outcome is to make you more magnetic more of the time than not. Because again, we have so many distractions that we go through life that we, we shut that magnet off. And I'm going to tell you now, whether it is social media or, the, or uh, the, the regular media on television, even, believe it or not, sitcoms and things like that, they're designed to keep you in low-level stress. And as soon as you're in low-level stress, then guess what? You're flipping the magnet over. And you're either pushing it away a lot or you're pushing it away a little bit. But what you're not doing is focusing on what you want. And so nobody can always focus and say what they want all the time. And you can do it some of the time to the point that it starts to be automatic inside of you. And so kindness. Kindness is the easiest of the three to do, as far as I'm concerned. Or at least half of it is. And there are two kinds of kindnesses. Outer kindness and inner kindness. And let me tell you why kindness works. Because remember what I said, your magnetism ebbs and flows with your emotion. And the emotion of kindness is the one that, that as you do it, and I forget the name of the machine that they measure it on, it's the one that resonates the most and the loudest. Kindness and gratitude, by the way. And so here's how to do it. And I'm going to give you a real quick story, uh, a lesson that I learned years ago. I told you I'm a musician. And I grew up in a very, very small town called Lancaster, California. And it was a very small town at the time. And everybody knew each other. And uh, we had this thing called common courtesy, where if you saw somebody walking down the street, you'd say, hey, how you doing? Good morning, good evening, whatever. Or at least give them a nod and just recognize that there's another human being that's in your space. Well, in the 80s, I moved to Hollywood. I moved to Los Angeles to, to pursue my music career. And when I got there, I will never forget this. And by the way, this is before cell phones. Nowadays, people are looking down at their cell phones and they ignore you anyway. But in those days, I was walking down the street and nobody would acknowledge me. I'd say, hi, how are you doing? They looked at me like I just slapped their mother or spit at their puppy. And I remember feeling like, well, these people, are, they just suck. They're plastic, you know, they're, they're, percent, they're, they're, they're just, they're, they're this kind of people that you don't want to be around. And then I thought to myself, well, what if it's not them? What if it's me? And I had a reckoning. And I said to myself, of course, it's not me. I'm Joseph McClendon III. I'm kind. And I thought, okay, I'm doing the right thing. But then I asked another question. What if there's something that I could do to impact them that was going to cause them to be in a different state? And I came up with something that I call my 50-foot rule. And the 50-foot rule is this. Anybody that comes within 50 feet of me, I put my attention and intention and on them, and I say to myself, I love you, and I wish you the absolute best. Now, what that does, my electromagnetic energy grows, they feel it, their electromagnetic energy grows, and we become attracted to each other. And do you know, almost immediately, people started to look up, people started to smile, people started to acknowledge me. Have you ever walked into a room, and when you walk into that room, people notice that you come, they look up and they notice that you're coming in? Of course. And conversely, you walk into a room and people don't notice what's well, not them, it's you. 
And so being kind to other people, you can be kind by just complimenting somebody. You can be kind by sending somebody a text. You can be kind by saying, hey, listen, I love you. You can be kind by doing what I just said, the 50-foot rule. The second one is be kind to you. Be kind to you because most of us are not. Most of us live in that what I call the self-beaters world where we beat ourselves up. Be kind to you. Give yourself a break. You have done so much in your life already just to get to this place right now. How did you afford to be able to talk to me right now? How did you afford to drive the car that you drive if you have a car? Live where you live, you know, whatever, all of those things. You've done so hundreds of thousands, if not millions of things, more than you've done wrong or bad things. But most of us don't think about that. Most of us think even when we succeed at something, well, I, got, I should have done it quicker or somebody else did it faster. And so here's your exercises. Number one, focus on what you want. Write down what you want. Healthy, whatever you want in your health, your happiness, and your financial abundance. Write down those things. Here on this date, before this date, I will have and I want this. Or describe whatever you want. Writing is inviting. Write it down. Second, read it out loud. Out loud. Why? Because of the sound. And then third, be kind. As a matter of fact, as I said, go out, compliment, get, pick up the phone. As soon as you're done with this right now, pick up the phone and, and text your, your, your loved ones and just say, hey, I miss you guys. Just want to say I love you. That's giving out kindness. That's putting it out there. And what happens is your electromagnetic energy is growing. The world feels it. So you're getting those first two, uh, uh, you're getting your, uh, um, uh, um, the first two I said, uh, number one is your intention and your attention. And then number two, you're getting sound by reading. And then number three, be kind. Third thing is go to the mirror every single day. Here's how you be kind to yourself and condition yourself to be kind to yourself. Look yourself in the eyes and don't just look around your face till you get that, you know, you're looking at yourself. I want you to look deep into your own eyes till you know you're looking at your own beautiful, precious soul and say the magic words out loud. Your name and I love you. That's it. Repetition is the mother of all skill. Praise is the father. Pat yourself on the back. Get on with your day. Do those three things, and then you get to witness, and you get to experience how your life is going to change, and you'll start to feel better. You'll start to attract more. You'll start to be more of what I call a megapreneur. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and I invite you to constantly allow yourself to go further faster lastly i'll say to remember life is always exactly what you dare to make it and fortune favors the bold so boldly step up and dare to make yourself magnetic i'll see you at the top this podcast was a production of angel phoenix productions Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.